Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fabulous Athletes Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Adrian, and of course we got the main man right there, Spells, with us. How you doing today, Spells? I'm blessed and highly favored, man. How you doing, bro? No, I'm making it. I'm making it. I'm making it. It's a no complaints in life at the moment. That's good to hear. How the kid? I mean, she's two, so that should say a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, they is what it is. How how are you? You got three of them things, so. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. You know, <laughs> even this podcast be getting you in trouble when you got three kids, bro. Because it's like, it's just constant attention like with one kid you kind of get a break you know they play independently or they just mess with you know the moms or whatever but with three kids i mean it's only two parents so i'll let you do the math you know what i mean <laughs> but not everything yeah. everything good man i really couldn't ask yeah. for more so i know i know that's good you i know you you're on the road to making eight of them so you're almost halfway there. Uh, bro, I'm getting We'll neutered. check back and revisit in 10 years. I'll, I'll, I'll get neutered, but we can we can talk about that offline because, you know, <laughs> don't want to bear my life for the world to see. But shit, let's get into it, man. I was, uh, what was I doing? I was doing some, like, mature shit. You know, I normally, you know, you know, like, as a young adult, we pretty much do what we need to do to survive. You know what I mean? Like, our daily routine. And then every now and then we catch us doing some shit like fucking, like how you went to those budgeting classes and shit. You'd be like, damn, I just did some real mature shit. And that's had me sitting here thinking like, damn, I'm living a real mature life. Like I'm in bed normally by 1030, you know, all my bills paid on time. I got kids in daycare, talking about college funds and shit. And then I was like, shit, when did I fucking become a grown ass man? And then, so that's when I sent you. That's when I sent you that text. I was like, "When did you realize that you was like a man? Like, not that you was grown, that you could vote, that you could join the military, whatever. That like you were like a, a grown man that says like, oh, now I'm a leader. Oh, you know, now now I'm a provider. Now I'm a like. When did that shit finally hit you? That is a good question, and I mean. I, I'm, I was thinking about that for a while, and I, I really was, and I could I couldn't find a exact answer because it all depends on what your definition of a man is, too. So it's like if you if your definition of a man is just a provider, or your man, definition of a man is just somebody that can uh, support you um, emotionally and everything like that. Like I, I don't I don't know what everybody else. Everybody has their own version of yeah. what they believe a man is. So, but I mean. It, I guess it's kind of self-defined, right? Because not everybody's a husband, not everybody's a father. But I mean, it's, exactly. But million people have to man up, quote unquote, across the world. So I mean, I'll probably just say, probably the, I guess, first act of like independence from your parents type shit. Like, like you did, you made a decision to better your life that no one else had to tell you to do. Like on some grown man shit. Like, when's the first time you had to do that? Was the first time I had it? I don't know. Let me think back. Like, I mean, I I was kind of an independent child anyway, because like I said, my mom was my mom was a coach, so she wasn't around the house lot, so I had to make a lot of decisions for myself. But as like a just a boss up move like that, I'm not. 
Right. Uh, Example. I'm gonna let you go first. I got a thing. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't. You changed the question right there, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't have that answer off the top of my head. Example. Like so, for me, I'll probably say after my daughter was born. My daughter was born October, August 23rd, 2018, or whatever. So we was at Tyndall, Panama City, and then like Hurricane Michael came, right? And mm-hmm. you know, you we had that option to do the humanitarian reassignment. And like pretty much for sure PCS or, you know, stay and, um, you know, help rebuild the base and help rebuild, you know, the infrastructure and the culture and shit. And so for me, as even, I played sports all my life, so I always had a loyalty to the team. So even though I hated Tyndall, hated leadership there, I still wanted to stay and like be part of the community to help like build it up. And I hated Tyndall. Like I always wanted to leave. Like I felt like a strong inclination to stay. So young me being selfish would have chose that, but you know, not taking account my daughter and my my wife, you know, childcare being sparse and even the places that are up having like black mold and shit, and my wife just not mentally like she couldn't come to Panama City and see the damage like right away, like fucked her up. So it was like, all right, cool. You know, now I gotta make a decision to better, you know, my family situation versus doing what I would want to do selfishly. So that's my first grown man move, getting us out of there and coming to bumfuck but Austin, Georgia. I mean, okay, going based off something like that, mine would still have to go be like when I said when I joined the military, mm-hmm. when I had that realization, I was like, damn. I was because like I told you before, I was just at I was just at work. I was chilling, normal day and everything like that. And I was really just sitting there like, damn, I already dropped out of college twice. Yeah. I'm Chilling. I, I don't really have a plan or a goal right now. I'm just kind of working, going through the motions, coming home, playing video games, spending all my money, going out, doing whatever. And so I was like, you know what? I need to do something. I was just sitting there chilling, and I was just like, you know what? I need to just. I need. I need to make a change. I have to make a change, and I just have to go. And then I just drove up. That I left work. I told him I was joining the military. And he was like, okay, could I do that? My um, manager was a young guy. He was only like two years older than me. Real cool guy named Colton. He was like, all right, go. And so I left. I went. I went up there, talked to recruiters, started doing everything, started the process up. And then that's when, you know, the parents obviously call you later on. Because they were like, well, I was like, hi, one person I had told was my grandpa. And I called him on my way there. And then my mom calls me, like, as I'm leaving, I'm back at work. She's like, blah, 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 all X, Y, Z. And I'm like, Hey, I mean, I had to. I was like, if I would have told you, I might have backed out. You probably would have convinced me otherwise. But I can't keep going like this. I have to do something. Yeah. I have to do something to move my life forward, not just you know. Yeah. For me, I, I don't, I don't, because at the same time, like it's like it wasn't kind of just me. You know, you still you got little brothers and everything that look up to you. You have younger homies and everything that look at up to you as like a big bro, even though they're like only like three, four years younger than you or two years younger than you. They still see you as a big bro, and if they see you doing well, then that kind of motivates them to do well. So it's kind of like a, a bunch of things all in once. Like I can't just sit here and do this because there are other people watching too. And I, yeah, it's cool just to be chilling going through the motion, but I have to make some sort of change. So I guess that would be the first move. Yeah, man. That's so. How old were you then? You see, you went to college twice. Uh, Twenty. Yeah, I was nineteen. How you how you drop out of college twice? You graduated at eighteen, right? I like graduated you, at 17. Oh, for real? So, yeah, I graduated at 17. So I went to college my freshman year. I went to college. You know, you leave, you know, you leave school in June. 
you go back in October or August, whatever. I joined, I went to college, you know, went for a semester and then went like part of the semester. Then I dropped out and then go back to second semester. And then I think, yeah, I dropped out the second semester. Then I went back the, um, the fall. I did two spring courses and I went back to a spring semester at another um, campus and then I didn't even make it through that whole thing. I dropped out like halfway through, stopped going to classes. And like, then I was like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Dropped out a second time and then was just chilling. What have, uh, what have fucked you up with school? Like, why were you fucking up? I just didn't like school. I've never, I've never enjoyed school. One thing about me and like, I swear on this and everything like that. You can ask my mother. You can ask anybody that knows me. I have never done a thing of homework while I was in high school, middle school, anything like that. Never did homework. You never had any interest in school at all. I was just always there. And if I wasn't in sports, I probably would have been failing a lot of the times because it wasn't, and it wasn't anything like no dumb stuff. It was just like I just had zero interest in. Like I would do it if I couldn't finish it in class. Then and they were like, okay, you take this for homework, and I couldn't finish it. Like, let's say you know you had you finish early in some other classes, and before practice, we always had a um study hall. Our coach had us. We had a um what was it a thirty minute or like an hour uh, study hall before practice, so we didn't start practice till an hour after school. And if I couldn't do it then, then if I had to take it home, there was zero chance I was doing it because when I got home, that was my time, and I'm big on my time. I was like. Playing video games, hanging out with friends, watching TV, doing whatever I want. I'm not thinking about school. So I had, like, just, I just didn't want to do it. My mom used to, and like I said, both my parents are teachers, so they hated that. They were like, blah, 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 why are you not doing better? So I was like, I mean, I just don't want to do school. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go to school. And it just even frustrated them more during the ACT and the SATs because I scored really high. They were like, what the heck? If you can score, if you're smart, then why don't you apply it in school? I'm like, because I don't. It's not that I can't. It's that I don't want to. Yeah. It's something I don't enjoy. And if there's something I don't enjoy, I'm not going to do it. I uh, like I, it. Just doesn't matter. Past that, I'm just not going to do it. Which and you, is why. And you still won't. Do you still won't do school, right? Nah, nah. Crystal's been trying to get me to go back to school for the longest time. Um, I just don't want to go. I have I have zero interest in it. And, and it's even worse because, you know, you know how the GI Bill and everything works. They'll pay you. They'll even pay you to go to school. Yeah, They'll you give you a read. living allowance and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to. I don't care about the, I don't care about anything like that. Like, I don't I don't want to go. You know, like I said, it's just about a it's about a want. Like, I'm hard headed in that way where if, it's, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it regardless. It almost got me in trouble, too, because um, I almost failed. I almost didn't graduate because of that. What? Because, because um, I had taken um one of the more advanced classes, um, anatomy and physiology, because like it was like a teacher I had my freshman year, and he was really cool. So I took it again my senior year. But since it was more advanced class, it was a ton of homework. Like I said before, I didn't do my homework. So like I'm almost, I was, I was always that whole senior year. I was always doing like towel pushes across the court running, doing everything like that because I was always on the borderline of failing because I did. it was just that class. Then I get to um, what's called like the last like two weeks of school. No, like, yeah, like the last two weeks of school. And 
I remember you know, you know um like the senior day and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's dipping off the senior day. I was hanging back already. I think I had already got okay. It was like the second half of the day. I only had first half class. I didn't have class the second half of the day. So usually I just sat around or I went to the gym and like was just shooting around and stuff for the second half of the day until I finally left. So I was just in the gym chilling by myself, shooting around. And then I was walking out. I walked out of the gym. I was about to go um, to one of my homies' house before we went to senior day. And my mom's at the school. She, she charged me up. I was like, yo, what's up? And she's like, why? why, why, why? Like yelling at me in the cafeteria. Like, why did I just hear that you're not going to graduate? I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, Mr. Gladden just said you haven't done, you haven't turned in the assignment in this long. And he said, if you don't turn in all those assignments, you're not going to pass. And I was like, she's like, go do your assignments. So I was like, uh, she's like, go talk to Mr. Gladden right now. So I walked over to his classroom, talked to him, blah, blah, blah. He gave me all the assignments, said, hey, just get it to me by next week and you're all good. You know the crazy thing about that? What? I didn't even do the assignments. He just passed me. I I didn't even oh, do him. God. Right. So <laughs> yeah. So look, you you a dad now, right? So your yeah. son, your son or your daughter, Sophia, that Sophia's here, is just like you, and she don't do her homework. Same situation. What do you do? Me and Crystal have already gone back and forth on this one. Me, I because I'm big on like I said, I don't care about school. I told her already. I don't care what she does in school as long as, like, she shows passion in something else. Let's say if she has a passion for something else, if she can go all in in that, then as long as she passes, I don't care about the rest of the school. I don't care if she gets all A's. I don't care if she gets all B's. I don't care if she gets all C's as long as she passes. Well, Crystal, being an academic school person, she was like, you know, top five, top ten in the class and all the other stuff because she likes to study and BS like that. Um, she's like, no, she's going to study, blah, 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 all these other things. So, I mean, if the day comes and Sophia is like that, I don't have to say anything because her mom's going to be on her, but I'm just going to be like, pass. As long as you pass and you can go to the next place, I don't care because school is not important to me. I don't, I don't value school like a lot of other people value it. Hmm. I mean, I can't, I can't knock you for your opinion. Mad ways I mean, to make money. I mean, fuck yeah, there's plenty of ways to make money. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that logic. I have plenty of homies, and I'm like, I support all my homies regardless of what they do. But some of my homies that argue with me, tell me I need to go back to school, and I'm like, why do I need to go back to school? They're like, because you need to get the degree, you need to get the education, blah blah. blah. And I'm like, yeah, but not going to school. I'm still living a good life. I make more, and I don't. I, I would never say this to them, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like. You know, I think I'm doing well, and I'm like, if I'm making good money, why do I need to go back to school? And I'm like, you, I'm thinking, my like, you have a degree, and I'm and I'm better off than you right now. Even though, like I said, I would never say this to anybody because you know I don't think money means everything. But I'm like, but that's how people value it. And if you're saying I need to go to school to make more money, but I'm currently already making more money, then that contradicts it yourself, like the statement itself. I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. So why do I need to go to school? I don't think you need to go. A lot of people that are around me, the three people around me that make the most money that I know, none of them have a college degree. Mm-hmm. So I, I used to talk to them all the time about that because they were like, kind of like, why didn't y'all go to school? They were like, we just didn't want to. One of them was called a construction worker. 
he was a construction worker. He owns his own construction company now. And so he makes a lot of money off that. He's him and like they have a lot of money. They have told me like I could put like two of my houses in their house. They make a lot of money. Another one, he has his own what's called he he's an electrician. He has his own business. Started, he got he bought a truck and everything like that. He got some other people to go with them and he has his own little thing where he goes and he contracts out and he just he's a I'm trying to think of the word. Like he he just he he's his own boss and he just makes his schedule. He works whatever. His wife doesn't work. He they she's just a full time stay at home mom. They have a really good life. That's what I'm saying. Like so to me, seeing all these other people let me know I didn't necessarily have to go to school. Yes, it was an option, and I can't. I tried it just so I could check that box. And people was like, "You didn't even try it." I checked the box. I tried it. Hell, I've been back to school. Like, how many college have I been to? Let me think. The two times before the military. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Gulf Coast while I was in the military. Then I stopped going. Then I went to Alamo College while I was in the military. Stopped going, and then I went to I decided for WGU. And so I've been to like six colleges, and I so I've tried. It's just every single time I don't last longer than a semester. I just I have no homework. In it. Yeah, homework, homework, and it's just like yeah, I'm like I just don't. It's just something about like my free when I want to when it's something I want to do. I'm like I don't want to be like dang, I gotta. I really want to go hoop with my homies or something, or I really want to hop on the game right now, or I really want to do X, Y, and Z. But I got tons of homework. I really want to, you know, I'm driving down to see family, but I got to stay in the room all day doing homework or studying for exams. I'm not trying to do all that. I mean, but you can do it if it's like necessary to get something that you want, right? Like say. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I have no problem doing something like that. Let's say um, so do you I think- need it. Yeah, go ahead. What? I was say, do you think in like five years you'll be like, all right, now I'm ready to try again? Like, it depends on what's necessary. Yeah. Let's say um, a position opens up. Let's say, okay, let's say something happens. Me and Crystal need to make more money, blah, blah, blah. A position opens up. And, you know, you know, you have those certain positions of like, we'll, we'll save for you, but you have to get your degree in this amount of time. And they were like, you need to go get your degree? Yeah. If I have a reason to, I have no problem at all. I have no problem at all. You got to think something like Sec Plus. I like I said, I don't study. I didn't have no homework, but I had to pass the test. So you know what I did? I studied, and then I passed the test. And so it's not like I have a like I just have a thing where I can't study. It's just uh, I don't want to, and I have no reason to. But if I have a reason, yeah, I'll do it. My family needs me to go get this thing so I can make more money to provide for my family. So we need it. Then yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. It's just I, so I was making sure that like. Cause some people just do shit like or don't do shit just for the sake of not doing it. But like you'll do something if it aligns with your vision or like your passion. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Shit, man. Hey, man, my mouth dry to the motherfucker. You probably need to take a break. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Back, you know, had to take a short break because you know that man over there 
he he needed he needed to hydrate hydrate military style hydrate or die you know all it was speaking of that what was y'all what was your um flights thing what would what, what, y'all say hydrate y'all just said hydrate yeah yeah we did too we said hydrate i just remember um because we had a sister our sister flight used to say like h2o or something like that and then they they like yelled or something afterwards they said something else i was like h2o what or i don't know I don't know. This made me think of that because we're going <laughs> like that. But um, <laughs> but um, anyways, going <laughs> sticking with this manhood thing. Um, who was it? Like, well, who was it that taught you what it means to be a man? I know you're. You said okay. You know you you were raised by your father, so I'm assuming that's the answer. But it might not be. You you might surprise us. But wasn't uh, your father that set a good example? Yeah, it was like a village thing though, cause my dad just—it was him, but he deployed a lot. So I used to stay with people he was like real close with, but he worked with, and those were some real good guys. My my granddad, you just kind of like start pulling lessons from people you trust, you know, and who you've seen do things that you consider excellent. So you know, my dad is the focal point of all that, you know, cause he had me around those people. That's weird. That's always I always feared that, like, well, while I was in the military, I always feared like something like that. I'm like, what would happen if like something happened to Crystal and I just had Sophia? Yeah, and I'm like, and then they tasked me to deploy. I was like, dang, what do I do? I was thinking about that while I was in San Antonio, though. I'm like, while I'm in San Antonio, I don't really have anybody I can just drop her off with and just be like, you just have her stay with your mom. Yeah, I would just say my mom, but I'm, yeah. I was always thought about like what happens like if something never happened there, like like what what would be like all these plans? Like a lot of things go through my head, like of trying to plan out the future and trying to control things I can't control. So, that, yeah, but that's I a mean, thought that always passed in my head. I mean, that's a, when you're in the military, you gotta think about that shit, man. I mean, I still think about that shit because you just have to. You gotta run scenarios in your head that may or may not ever come true, but at least if they do. You kind of at least thought about it once or twice. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, yeah. And I raising the kid alone shit is one that happens a lot because it's like sometimes you be like, "Fuck, can I do this shit alone." But yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. One of my one of my homies in the military right now is trying to basically do it alone. I'm just like, he just had one. I was like, "Hey, you need any help?" I'm like, I'm right around the corner. Like, I, I I'm not stressing. I know you don't feel like you have to do this. Yeah. I know it's even tougher for like a man to have to do it by himself, especially because you got to do the formula thing. You can't even do the actual breast milk thing. You can't do a lot of other things. You can't give the child a lot of the things a mother can give them. So mm-hmm. it's even tougher. And a lot of times it's like, as as a father, like especially your first time, like you really don't, you've never done any of these things before. Like you never changed a diaper, apply baby powder, you know, freaking bathe a small baby that small for like it's all your first time so imagine doing that yeah. shit the first time alone for some reason and i just fucking yeah, that's I, I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't think about how i would have got through that i sure you you the same way like it's just like i don't i don't even know because it's just like there's there's so many things you don't even think about but that should you have but you have to start thinking about as a 
as a single parent rather than having a you know a companion or anything there's so many other things you have to look into but we're not talking about single parenthood right now can neither one of us are single parents yeah we shout both out to got strong women yep right there beside us so yeah but you say it was a village effort and they always do say that it takes a village it takes a village yeah man i mean like literally like living in their house eating their food one dude had me <laughs> one dude one time i was like on punishment because i wasn't I was pulling the U and I doing my homework and shit. So this nigga, yeah, like, with I, no TV, no nothing in my room. There's a bed and a fucking desk in the corner. So as soon as I got in his house, phone went on the counter, and I was just in that room doing homework. And if I ain't had no homework, I was just staring in the corner. And, like, I couldn't go to bed. <laughs> I Like, I could not go to bed until a certain time. And then, um, like, it had to be, like, after 8.30. And then, like, hos- like hospital corners... And then on the weekends, like, I had to watch, like, church sermons. It was some crazy shit. And the wild shit about this shit was, like, this is, like, the wildest nigga out of my dad's group of friends. Like, those parties all the time and shit. And he just fucking put me in, like, a fucking boot camp. Well, yeah. I mean, like, just because you party a lot and do everything else doesn't mean you can't still handle business, you know? But it's it just... It, I, I see what you mean, though, about it being surprised. Like, that makes you grow even more respect for somebody like that. Like, just hearing about it. Like, oh, yeah, he partied with somebody, but then it's like, hey, your homie comes up to you and is like, hey, I need... I need you to really help me out doing something. Yeah. I got to deploy. Can you watch my kid for six yeah. months or anything? That's a tough thing to do, watching bringing somebody else into your home, change you your be- entire style of life for six months. Yeah. You got to be someone of, like, high character to, like, have people like that in your circle. Because raising someone else's kid for six months or three months is, like, a, if you don't have any kids, that's, like, a humongous task. Like, mm-hmm. ha- having to deal like, a 14-year-old boy is fucking nuts if you've never done it before. So you had to be able to have people willing to do that for you. So that says a lot about somebody. And that's, yeah, it that's, is. I mean, that's decisions we you got to make and I got to make soon. So yeah, I mean, I'm always I'm always like a guy that has like like if you look at if you ever look at my Twitter and you look at my pin tweet, it says it's a it's a quote by Inky Johnson. As long as you make sure somebody else is okay, God will make sure you're okay. So I've never sweated anything like that because growing up, I always had multiple people staying in my house. Cause my mom, that's the kind of person my mom was. My mom was like a person that just opened her home for everybody. Anybody that didn't need anything like that, like it was just kind of like um you come stay with us. Every single one of my family members, like every single one of my aunts and aunts, except for one, and my grandpa had six kids. So everybody, all the other four kids, all the other four uncles and aunts stayed with us at one point or another for long periods of time. A lot of my cousins lived with us for plenty of times. I've had plenty of people just come in and out of the house, stay with us. Like one of my cousins, he stayed with us for like two years, then moved back. And it came back for like another three years. And even when I was out of the house and everything, he was still living there. So my mom has always shown me that you open up your house for people in need. Like you don't you don't even question it. You just you just open up the house and everything like that. And then there's also but that also brings in a lot of tough scenarios too, because what happens if you do you open up the house to one of them and they cause problems? Mm-hmm. Which that it's happened before. Like one of my, um, what's it called? My mom opened the house up to my uncle got locked up again. So she opened up to one of 
uh, his kids, my cousin, and like he, like I was already out of the house and everything, but he had like did something to my little brother and like messed him up bad. Like he had, like he had a like messed up eye and everything like that. And my little brother's like three years, four years younger than him, and he had messed him up bad. But then it's like he's hurting your child, he's causing mayhem and chaos in your house. But you know he has nowhere else to go. So, you know, where a lot of people be like, nah, he's messing my kids. You kick him out. She's like, I can't kick him out. I gotta, I gotta do something because he has nowhere else to go. Nowhere else to go. Crazy. So she's always been a person like that. So I've always been like, I'll open up my home for anybody that's in need, anybody that needs it and everything like that. When my um, wife's little brother was leaving to the military before, he was having some like beef and getting in trouble at home. So he was like, he wanted to get away from home. So he joined the military before he joined the military. I said, yo, if you don't want to join the military, you don't have to. I said, just come over here. We have extra rooms in the house. Move in with us. You don't have to worry about anything. Cause we already live our lives and everything anyway. So you just stay in another room. We just buy a little extra groceries and everything. It's not going to hurt us. And you can just go to school out here your life live a normal life you don't have to worry about anything like that only thing you'd have to do is you know just you'd get a job just to handle your finances like anything you want to do with your with your money but as far as like uh food comfort anything like that anything that you need for your daily necessities you don't even have to worry about it we'll take care of you i've offered that to my little brother i've offered that to her other little brothers i've offered that to cousins i'm like anybody i've even some of my friends i've ran into tough times i'm like hey if you need to Come out here in San Antonio for a little bit till you get yourself right. I've had like I've had my, my homie came back from deployment. He needed to get his house. He was building a house. Him and his wife stayed with me and my, um me and Crystal for like a month or two. And it was like no sweat. I don't I don't I don't have any problem with things like that. Cause it's always like the bring good vibes and everything like that. So the fact that your father's like friend could do that, like I I respect people that can do that. I know not everybody can do something like that. Yeah. They say they can, but when it actually comes down to it, you know, you know yeah. how it is. I did that shit once. Didn't like it so much. But I mean, everything's like a case by case basis. So maybe yeah. I wouldn't do it with the same person again. But you know, it's, 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 I really felt someone needed it, and I could, I could talk it over with the wife, and she okay's it. Then we probably do it. But I really, I really wouldn't want to again. I think I like, I'm so proud as a person. I want my own space. I want to be able to do what I want. Like my dad was here for a week. He just left the day and like loved, loved that guy. Good guy. I was, I was tired of seeing him by Friday. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, a proud person. I, I, trust me. I do. You know, you know, I'm a, I'm also right there with you. A super, like I have, a, I do have a, where I can go talk to people. Just like you have that person where you can go talk to anybody, but at the end of the day, like that drains you and you want to be by yourself. You know, you're isolated, private and everything like that. I'm all, I'm all about that. So I like, I like going out and doing stuff when I have to, but if I don't have to leave my house, I'd rather just stay in my house, stay to myself, chill, you know, with the wife, Sophia, do nothing else. I'm, I'm a very, I'm, I'm right there with you with the, being a private person. Shoot. But so let's wrap this up, man. Last topic. What's what's next for you, man? What's your next your next accomplishment gonna be in life that you think? My next accomplishment? Yeah. My next big accomplishment. I don't 
So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I have a bunch of like little small things, you know, mm-hmm. like goals. You'll be like, you'll think of like, like the AAU thing and everything. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I count that as a smaller one. Cause I still, I don't even know. I, I still want it to happen. I don't even know if it will happen until later on when I can move closer to there because it's just so difficult mm-hmm. finding the people. But I can't, I still consider that as a, as a smaller one. Um, it's a big one. That's a milestone. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Like, I just, I have a lot of little, little things going on that I just like. You know, you have little goals like I want to do that, I want to do that, I want to do that. I think my next biggest one is to. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a big goal. I haven't looked. I haven't looked further than like a year into the future. The only thing I've looked into more than a year is eventually moving back to Dallas. And I've been looking at a lot of houses Mm -hmm. to start my budget. Cause I started my budget for another house about like a year and a half ago. I started um, putting money aside and started my budget for my next house that I want to buy. Cause I don't, I'm planning on renting this one out. So I guess that would be the biggest thing for the future is to purchase another house closer to Dallas and move and then figure something out there. Mm. What yeah. about you? Probably my bachelor's. Oops. Oh yeah, you're a sc- you're a schoolman scholar. I, nah, I hate this shit, but I think because like I I plan like way too far ahead. Like I, I plan so far mm-hmm. ahead, like the the vision of how to get there gets blurry. But I know at the very bottom of what I want to do, I at least need a degree. And then when I get that, you know, I can look to my left, look to my right. All right, this is the way I need to go. And then kind of direct myself because, you know, what I do for a career is so new to me. I don't, you know, I don't really have enough background information to really get where I want to go. So, mm-hmm. You know, getting the education will give me the foundation I need. Because the military really don't teach you shit as far as, like, what I want to do. Because this civilian life looks so different. But, um, yeah, so get that foundation. And then I can kind of have a, a better chart to what I ultimately want to do, you know, 10, 10 years down the road. So, yeah, the bachelor's. I really want to say the master's, but <clears throat> that's kind of a big jump. Cause I might be tired of school by then. Hmm, that's fair. That's you see two different perspectives right there. You are somebody that plans for the long game. I plan a bunch of short things because, I mean, I've just I just stay in the mentality that um, that I like saving money and everything, but I also only save money with a purpose. Because mm-hmm. me and my wife have discussed that before. Like like she likes to save money just to save money. And I'm like. Well, if there's no purpose of saving this money, why is this money here? If this is not like money for emergency or money for um, a vacation or money for gifts or money for X, Y, and Z, like if, we, if it's not a, or save for college, whatever, if it's not money for a purpose, then why save it? I don't, I don't understand like that logic. I, I'm kind of like a live in the right now kind of person because I'm like, because I always say I'm like, what happens if you die tomorrow? Then all those plans you made all their future and everything like that, you don't have it. I'm like, so I'm kind of like, I'm just going to live, kind of do my thing right now. That's why I got that mentality of I'm going to do what I want. Because if I don't do what I want, what happens later on? Like I said, I'm on my, something crazy happened. I get in a car accident because 
your life can be taken away from you anytime. I'm on my deathbed and I'm like, dang, I'm dying and I haven't done all these things I've always wanted to do. So that's why I was like, if there's anything I ever want to do, I'm just going to do it like this, like the podcast. I'm going to do it just because I want to do it. And something else, I'm going to do it. Anything that I enjoy doing, I'm just going to do just because. Like Speaking say, of wanting to do a podcast, happen. did Spence ever get you his episode? Or Spin? Uh, Spin said he was, uh, nah, he, um, him and his boys are planning something. I think they're trying to go closer to like the actual start of football season rather than just the preseason. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out another time. <laughs> Whatever. It's not for this cast. I mean, especially with episodes. I mean, I think this week, these last couple weeks have just been hectic. Mm-hmm. Like I went. To I went to Dallas, so my my schedule was all messed up not last weekend. So I didn't even get my anime episode out this week Ooh. or anything like that. Like it's been a it's been a it's been a tough week, bro. Tell me why I went there there down there to Dallas. American Airlines just did me completely dirty. Did me completely they dirty. Lost your luggage because huh? They lost your luggage. I, well. Yeah, they did that too. The first thing they did though is so my flight was to come back to from from Dallas, come back to San Antonio was at seven in the morning. I woke up, you know, four in the morning, went up to the airport, did what I was supposed to do, you know, get there super early, everything like that. Get there, find out my flight was canceled because they didn't have enough staff. So I was like, okay. Cool. When and then they like we rescheduled you for tomorrow. I was like, well, I have work. Cause it was on a Sunday. I was like, well, I have work Monday, so that's why I was flying back today. So can I get on the plane today? And they're like, oh, we'll have to see. We're kind of full with everything. We we'll have to blah blah. You can try to just wait around and see if somebody doesn't show up, and that's how you know, or somebody cancels or something like that, and you see if you have an extra spot. So I'm like, so you took me to wait at the airport already? So I was like. Yeah, just let me know if y'all have a flight. So she did some digging and digging. She said, okay, we do have one for like, um, what she say? We have one for 3 o'clock. Like, yeah, I think, no, it's either 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock, whatever. I was like, cool, lock me in. Do the same thing. Guess what? That flight got uh, canceled. And I was like, yo. And at this point, my mom, <laughs> I said that like, bro. My mom said that like, we came back home. And because they rescheduled me for seven o'clock and they're looking at me like we have drove because the airport is like 45 minutes away. Like we've drove up there twice now. And they're looking at me like the next time we take you up there, we leaving you up there. And I was like, yo, <laughs> that's not my fault. You got to talk to them. No, man, like, you probably should just stay. I mean, I guess, but I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to just chill there. Then, I, so, okay. I, I feel you on the one time, the three times is crazy. Yeah, the third time we went up there, well, we, no, we didn't even leave the house. We, we were about to leave the house, and it said it got delayed. And so it was, it was supposed to be out there because we were supposed to get there, what's going on, at 7. I was supposed to leave by 7, but it got delayed and said 8 o'clock. So we had just gotten the car, had pulled off, and then I got an alert on my phone saying that one got delayed. I was like, all right, turn around because I signed up for After the second time, I signed up for the, you know, all the notifications get to your phone. They were like, blah, blah, blah. You might get the calls or whatever, whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I don't care. I'm just trying to get home at this point. They they pinged me saying that. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. We wait to eight. 
Then we drive up there. I get up there. They drive off. And I'm like, cool. Everything's going good right now. Everything's going good. I get through the gate, get through everything like that. I get to where my flight is and I look up and they's like, they do announcement, blah, blah, blah. Flight. I think it was like 1406 or whatever is delayed. And I was like, bro, what? <laughs> to like nine o'clock. I was like, well, waiting till nine o'clock. Look again. Nine o'clock comes. It got like it's the, then they say it's delayed to 10 o'clock. All right. Then it said it's delayed till midnight. And they gave us an update. And they're like, it's a delay to midnight. And it's on the opposite side of the airport. Bro, I've never seen so many people move so fast. Because I was just chilling. I had just got back. I was eating my um burger cow. Went and got a burger cow. I was like, I'm chilling here for a while. I was just sitting. There. I didn't have no carry on or anything. Because I was just there for, what's there, like three days. The only thing I brought was like my PlayStation and a couple clothes. So they're all just in my regular bag. And I just threw it in there. I was like, okay, waiting. I'm over here eating my burger. And I just see everybody start getting up. I had my headphones. I took it out. And they were like, oh, it went on. I was like, dang it. So I started walking. Everybody's on the escalator. I'm like, oh, y'all tripping. I just walk up the stairs. We had to go get on trace. I had to go chase a train, get on the train, run all the way to the other side of the airport to get over there. And then and then it got delayed again while we were over there. But then we finally flew out. Why well, it was a hectic night. It was a hectic night. I got in at like two in the morning. And then um when I got there, they were like, your bag, like there was like 23 bags missing. And everybody's like, yo, where are our bags? And they're like, uh, we're trying to track that down. So I had to stay at the airport even longer, tracking it down. Crystal's in the car, Crystal's blowing up my phone, pissed. She's like, You said you landed, blah, blah, where you at? And I'm like, I'm trying to get my bag. How do you not know where your bag is? Yo, I don't, I don't know. It's been a rough, it's been a rough night. I don't, I don't know at this point. I don't know what's going on. I can't tell you. So then there's this super long line outside of the little desk. My bag is clean. Finally get up there and they're like, I'm telling them, I'm telling them about my stuff. And they're like, okay, well, your bag's not going to get here till eight in the morning. And I said, I beg your pardon. They said it was put on a wrong plane. What does that have to do with me? What, what, how, 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 how? I was like, cause I saw some other people, they walked in, they came out with their bags after the track. And I said, how, how? I was like, oh, okay. They're like, yeah, you just got to come back at eight and then you can pick up your bag. And I was like, all right, cool. What, what, at this point, whatever. So I just draw, we went home and yeah, it was funny. Cause one, I, I, I heard over her one dude arguing with, I guess his lady over the phone. Cause she ain't believe him. Cause <laughs> yeah. He, he, she ain't she ain't believe a word man. he was saying yeah and i was just like bro american airlines gotta do better that was my first time flying with american airlines and to make it even worse i since they rescheduled my flight i had i had ordered the flight you know you paid extra money and everything to make sure i got the the seat up front with the extra leg space and everything and then guess what since they rescheduled my flight i still had to pay the same amount and I got put in a very bag, no leg room. Boy, I was hot. It was just a, it was a, I was like, I'm never flying with y'all again. This is pathetic. Never I again. only fly Delta, bro. I've never flown Delta. I usually only fly Southwest. I've always flown Southwest. Of course. Why? What do you mean, of course? Because you're a Texan. I mean, that's the only flight. You're I'm not brain, even going to lie Brainwashed, to you. man. You can't even help it. I, I, I honestly didn't know there was any other flights until I got to, um, Tyndall, 
When mm-hmm. I got to Tyndall and I was like looking to fly back home, I was like, oh, there's other things. I still just flew Southwest because that was the only thing I knew, but I honestly didn't know any other airline existed. I was just like, I was just in my own little world where I only thought Southwest existed and I always just flew Southwest. And a lot of those bigger airports like American Airlines and all those other ones don't even fly to there's a there's an airport closer to where I live and it's a small airport. But a lot of them don't even fly to that. They only fly to the big airport in Dallas. And I was like, that's stupid. So it's whatever. You fly Delta. I might try Delta. I've never tried them before. I'm never trying American Airlines again. I usually just go for whatever the cheapest flight is yeah. that has the big name. Spirit. But I'm not flying something like Spirit. Nah, hell no. I'm not flying something like Spirit. So I was like, as long as it's like the Delta American Airlines or something like that. And I just look for the cheapest one out of them. Okay, I can't hold you there. Yeah, but we 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 not even talking about nothing anymore. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Anyway, this has been another episode of the Ath Geeks podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women, but most importantly, remember to respect yourself. And we out. <laughs>